so I'm going to apologize in advance of this podcast. I'm probably going to say Whalmer a few times, and I actually mean Walreen. And, like, no slight against Sveal. I love Sveal, but, like, names can confuse me. So we're talking about Sveal, Celio, Walreen. Is that right? Yep. Cool. Welcome to a very winter wonderlandy episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast. We talk about Pokemon Go PvP and that stuff, whatever that stuff is. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, aka Boy in the Woods, joined remotely this time by Jesse, aka Rocket. It snowed. It snowed a lot. It's also text watch. 20 degrees outside. Um, Gross. Yeah, for some people that might actually be, you know, a reasonable temperature for the winter uh, for us here in the greater Seattle area. Um, usually when it we get snow, it's low 30s, maybe maybe high, high 20s. Uh, it generally doesn't get this cold, so um, it's a little, little gross out there, so... Uh, Jesse is joining me from the comfort of his his own home. Uh, we have stuff, things, stuff and things to talk about. But before we get into the stuff and things and the things and stuff, I want to uh, shout out our wonderful patrons over at patreon.com slash battle science. Our podcast producers for the month of December. Right up to the edge. Uh, we've got Dolphin93, James. Evo Stevo, Winston the Champ, and Jamar. Uh, you can join them over at patreon.com slash battle science by backing us at a $5 tier or higher. Um, by backing us at a dollar or more, you get access to the Battle Science After Dark podcast, which is a podcast where we talk about whatever, uh, whatever boats are float uh, with no language restrictions. Uh, as you may or may not know, uh, we refrain from swearing here on the Battle Science Podcast. We do the exact opposite on the Battle Science After Dark Podcast. So um, if you want to hear flowery language come straight from our lips, you can go over to patreon.com slash battle science back. It's a dollar. Um, like, I believe... Sir Maximus has recently... Uh, to listen to our flowery language. He is only interested in the dirty stuff. So <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Housekeeping, housekeeping, housekeeping. It's almost the new year. Um, uh, it, I haven't done the thing. I've, I've had two extra days off. I've not done the thing. Um, but expect January 1st uh, for a 
Battle Science merch site to be live with a couple of items. Um, it's only taken me way too long to do it. Um, <laughs> don't worry, it will happen. Um, let me see what the link will be. Um, uh, let's see, we're going to go here, we're going to go here. Um, in the new year, not much will change. couple of small tweaks, maybe. Um, why set things for the first of the year when it's it's a date? You can do that whenever. Um, as I say, as we're going to launch merch on the first of the year, I don't know. Set goals. Set reasonable goals, but set them for whenever you feel like it. Um, later. Why you say coming in January and you don't specify when what year? J- oh. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that works. Uh, if it hasn't appeared this month, check back next month. <laughs> um, let's see. You mean this? If it hasn't appeared this year, then check next year. Um, Something like that. go here i've already done stuff here why are you telling me we don't have anything um i love this fourth wall context that i have no idea what you're talking about yeah let's see i I will i'll post a link in places when it's up um i'm using Streamlabs. Uh, Streamlabs merch store option um, because they're able to manufacture merch as people order it so we don't have to have like stock on hand um, cool. and it seems to be working but it, their merch store is also uh, will the uh cup be available the uh mug will be available um, <laughs> actually I can pull up I feel like I've shown it before, but let me pull up the image. I have it on the Le Google Drive uh, in all its magnificent glory. This is the PNG. This is not the right format. Is this the right format? No, this is not the right file format, but take it with a grain of salt. This is our... This is our uh, um with a ellipses. Um, very simple, very somewhat boring. Also, I I'm you know I'm describing it completely and totally wrong. I should be a little more excited that our merch is coming out. The um design is understated. Uh, it is casual. You can take this mug with you wherever you go. If someone notices the Battle Science logo, you can talk. You can tell them that this is cool merch that helps support a really cool podcast. So, uh, I think that's it for housekeeping stuff. You know, follow us on all the other things. Oh, nope, I lied. I lied. Um, the If you're listening to this and you're new to Pokemon Go PvP, which would be kind of surprising. It's a little late in the game. But, you know... D- d- there's no better time to start things than now. Um, you can go to go back and listen to our preseason primers. Those are episodes. Uh, nope, 
that's I need. Yep, episode list. Where are you? August 27th and September 6th are our two preseason primer episodes uh, that lead into the led into the Silverina season um, and went through all of the basics and all of the details of Pokemon Go and Pokemon Go PvP. Um, go give those lessons if you're new to Pokemon Go so that you can get a um, better understanding of what we're going to be talking about here and then listen to those two episodes and then come back. And then listen to this episode, because this is the current episode, or the current episode you're listening to. So listen to those and come back, because it's a podcast format. You can do that. Time is irrelevant. Sort of. Um, let's jump into this. Giddy up now. This is the news roundup. And get into... Uh, I'm on the wrong link. A quick little news thingy. Um, from December 27th to December 31st, you'll earn triple the Stardust for winning battles in the Holiday Cup. Holiday Cup is still going on. I have, unfortunately, not played a single battle of it. Um, or used Elite TMs to bring my Rank 4 Dugong up. Um, did did anyone else realize that it was uh, the holiday season? By the way, happy holidays to people. Uh, to everybody. Um... It's been busy. Jesse, I don't know about your holiday season, but huh. Huh. Yeah. Huh. I'm getting a headache just thinking about it. Yeah. Um Yes, if you're listening to this as a Patreon backer early, you're getting this. You're getting a reminder here. If you're listening to this on release day, you might have a small window in which to get some battles in with double star or triple stardust rewards. Um, if not. So one thing I would like to make note here is uh, this is only for the winning condition, not the end of the set condition. Yes. So you actually have to win games. I think you have to on the baseline track, you have to win your first match to get the first set. And then you have to win all five to get the second set. Are you winning trainer? But if you're just starting out like Steven here and haven't done any PvP this season, you can quickly grind those up by just beating cheese strategies. Just trying. Yeah, I actually would be very curious at this point in the season who all is as low rank, who's still in the... Ooh. Um, also, to note, this is just for the Holiday Cup, as specified. Yes. You don't uh, get the bonuses, as far as I know, in Master League or Master League Premier. Yes. Um, or whichever one we're on now. Master League. Uh, season 10. Holiday Cup ends December 31st. Master League. Until January 1st. On to the big news. January 2022 Community Day. Sfeel's Spear-tastic Sojourn. Trainers were excited to announce that Sfeel, the Clap Pokemon. Did you know it was the Clap Pokemon? No. It's the Clap Pokemon? I always thought it was the round, but I guess the round is Jigglypuff. Yes? Huh. Will be featured during January's Community Day event on Sunday, January 16th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time. 
Sveal will be appearing more frequently in the wild. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny one. It's pink. Exclusive attack. Evolve Celio, Sveal's evolution. During the event or up to two hours afterwards, that's till seven local time. To get a Walreen that knows the charge attack Icicle Spear and the fast attack Powdered Snow. I don't So have... this is sort of like Roselia to Roserade, even though it's two different types of moves. It's getting both a fast and a charge move. Mm -hmm. I don't have a Walreen. Uh, oops, I guess. Um... I've never evolved a Walrein. This ought to be fun. I'm going to go to its uh, move set currently. So its current fast moves are Waterfall and Frost Breath. Charge moves are Blizzard, Earthquake, and Water Pulse. Um, so the addition of Powdered Snow is huge. Even if it just got Powdered Snow, it would be huge. Um, but it is also getting Icicle Sphere. Spear. Sphere? Spear. It's round. Icicle Spear, making its Pokemon Go debut, this low-energy charge attack will be sure to make Walrein shine. Trainer Battles is 60 damage, Gyms and Raids is 60 damage. This doesn't show the energy cost, however. In the main series games, Icicle Spear was a multi-hitting attack like Fury Attack or uh, Twin Needle. So the thought here is that it's going to be very fast hitting it's gonna depend if it's like lunge it'll come up fairly quick with it most people are either gonna say are saying it's either gonna be like a body slam clone or it'll be a lunge clone i think we're looking more at the lunge clone just because with powdered snow that would be way too quick with body slam mm. the yeah just the inclusion of powdered snow is big um, Frost Breath is not a high energy. Um, PV Poke has Waterfall and Frost Breath both listed as heavy damage for fast attacks. Um, Blizzard, Earthquake, and Water Pulse, um, none of them are incredibly good, especially with Waterfall and Frost Breath. Um, this will put Walrein on the map more specifically within Ultra and Master. Yeah. Um, but it will powdered snow will give it some play within Great League. Um, It'll be a faster charge attacking Lapras. Yes, which and theoretically more, uh, much more accessible. So that is one yeah. benefit. Um, Assuming that you play the community day. Well, yes, but Lapras, like currently, Lapras has only been exclusive to raids, um, which I guess is accessible. But like the Great League eligible whereas feel yeah. has had numerous events um and in greatly you're looking more for a uh celio than a walrein true um as far as overall level level and bulk so, good chance to go find candy for both walrein and celio for great league and beyond mm -hmm. for this uh community day because there are also shadow celio that perform well as perform good as well but you still need the candy for those. A good time to stock up on its entire species line of candy. And if you haven't been taking advantage of the 
ones with the scarf that have been spawning, I suggest taking advantage and pineabbing as many of those as you can. Hmm. A community day special research story, the Sveal deal. Uh, let's see. Uh, ha 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 ha. $1 US or the equivalent pricing tier in your local currency. You'll be able to access the Sveal community day exclusive special research story, the Sveal deal. Stay tuned for when tickets for the Sveal deal special research story go live. Um, I'll only see. buy it if it doesn't come with a rocket radar. <laughs> I'll buy it if it, I, I'll buy it anyway. Um, we'll have to wait and see what it, uh, what that research comes with. It is three times catch XP. So throw in those lucky eggs. That's actually, that's a lot of catch XP. Man, I really hope I can get that day off. Oh, baby. Level 40. What is it? 43? Level 43. Here we go. Um, incense activated during the event will last for three hours. Take a few snapshots during community day for a surprise. And lure modules activated activated during the event will last for three hours. Um, Sfeel doesn't have a very far catch distance either. So, um, it's a pretty easy, excellent throw. Yeah. So this is going to be, this is going to be nice. This is a nice grind if you're looking for XP. Um, event bundles, there will be a special one-time purchase, uh, community day box for 1,280 poke coins featuring 50 ultra balls, five super incubators, five lucky eggs, and an elite fast TM. A bundle containing 30 Ultra Balls will be available in the shop at no cost. Be sure to pick them up during the event. Uh, how does this do for you, Jesse? I'm on, excited. On uh, Community Day rankings from Gibble to Ghastly. I mean, I liked Ghastly. I like Ghastly more than Duskull. Okay, I should rephrase that. Because um, <laughs> Gengar has a Mega, and it's actually usable. That's true. And both Hunter and Gengar are both interesting picks versus Duskull. Is, uh, is... I'd honestly rate this just below a Beldum. Oh. As far as excitement. I, uh -huh. I like Sveal, and we've known this is coming. We've kind of expected it as a three-tier that hadn't had its shiny released until, well, recently. Yeah, and another one of those Pokemon that... It just kind of feels like they were holding off giving it a decent move so they could put it on a community day. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're, I know you're still fingers crossed for Agron. Agron has so much more potential still. <sighs> we'll get it eventually. I mean, if eventually Sve it won't be a meme. Yeah, if Sveal <laughs> if if Sveal had its shiny release during this holiday event and then immediately gets a community day like the next month, then uh, all bets are off. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm excited for it. I think the bonuses and incentives are good for grinding. I just hope it's not weather like what we're going through right now. True. Both rain and snow are going to be the two things that get you weather boost here because Sveal is a water ice. Uh, we are looking into two weeks into January, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, What's your thought on Icicle Sphere? icicle spear um how does this like without knowing more information how does this feel for ice types well walrein's already bulky uh do i think like do i think anything else is going to get it or how do you think are you asking my opinion on how i think about walrein with it does icicle spear do anything for you for ice types it gives a mid-range ice type move that's not ice beam 
or ice type weather ball? It's probably in between the two of those. Uh, That's a good analogy, actually. Mm. I want to look at one thing before. Think we like avalanche. I want to say it's like a, it'd be like an avalanche clone. Mm. Actually, that's a good question. How much is avalanche for energy? I want to look up the move and what other Pokemon can learn it. Avalanche is 45 energy. It's 45 energy for 107 damage. Gen and eight. it's saying that Ooh. it's 60 damage for Icicle Spear. Yep. Six so eight. that, okay, let's check Weather Ball Ice. While you're doing that, I want to look at what gets Icicle Spear. And so, Obama Snow with Weather Ball is 63 damage for 35 energy. Mm. Um, so, that could be a Weather Ball clone. Interesting. There's a lot of things that get it in Sword and Shield, and Walreen actually is not in Sword and Shield. So, I'm going to go back one generation and see if it appears here. It... So body slam is sixty damage for thirty energy. Or sorry, thirty-five. Uh so for that range of damage, it potentially could be a body slam clone. Here's the really interesting thing. I'm having to go all the way back to Gen 4 to see if it learns the move Icicle Spear, and I don't see it. For which one? Walrain? Walrain. Walrein in the main series games does not get Icicle Spear. What does? Um, some really good stuff. Uh, Alolan Sandslash, Cloister, Vanillite, and its evolutions. Um, so that'll probably be a community for Vanillite. By Technical Machine, uh, so by item, Mr. Mime, Jinx, Articuno, Mew, uh, Swinub's evolutions, or Swinub and its evolutions. Uh, both forms of Corsola, uh, Delibird, Galalee. Oh, there it is. Celio and Walreen both get it. Okay. I, I, let me correct myself. In the Gen 5, 6, 7, yeah, yeah Gen 8, Walreen and Celio both get Icicle Spear. Uh, but Regice, Abomasnow, Weavile, Glaceon, Frostlass, uh, Cryogonal, uh, the recent raid Curum. So and literally then, every other ice type. <laughs> well, yeah. So then uh, Aurorus, which is a dragon or a um, a fossil, I believe. So Bergmite and Avala get it. Inteleon will get it. Um, that's the Gen 8 water starter. Uh, Mr. Rhyme. Uh, Snom Frostmoth. These are all the things that could learn it via TM, though. Yes. Uh, Arctazolt. Arctovish, Glastrier. 
Uh, and then Pokemon that learn Icicle Spear by breeding. Go away, ads. Seal, Dugong, Shelter, Cloister, Swinub, Piloswine, Corsola, and Mamoswine. So just by level, if Sandslash were to learn this move... Well, Sandslash already knows Weather Ball, correct? Ice Punch. Oh, it's Ice Punch? And that does, what, less damage? Mm, then Weather Ball, it's about the same. Okay. This I think might... it's a little bit more energy for a little bit more damage. Okay, this m might be an interesting trade-off if San Alolan Sandslash gets it. Cloyster um, needs it. Yeah, in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, Cloyster can learn Icicle Spear. And yes, Cloyster, as a water ice, is, I think... It would lacking. be much better if it could get Powdered Snow, but that's a different story. Yes, yes it is. Because currently you run an Ice Shard, Avalanche, Icy Wind, or... Uh, I forget it's Water Move, I want to say it's Water Pulse. Let me check. Peppermint Fresh. We'll check moves. Uh, Frost Breath and Ice Shard. And then Aurora Beam, Avalanche, Hydro Pump, Icy Wind, and then a um, Legacy Blizzard. Okay. So Cloyster is not a water type. It is a water type. It just doesn't have water type moves. Viable. Yeah. That's rough, buddy. Um, hmm. That would be interesting. That would be very interesting. This can do some good stuff for ice types in the future, but yeah. it's a matter of... Actually, like, unless you're dipping into the elite or the um, technical record or technical machine stuff, it's actually not a whole lot of change. So, yeah, this might be something that is exclusive to Walrein for a while, like a long while, like a really long while. You know, what's not a really long while away. What's that? January. Coming in January, New Year's, Mountains of Power and more. Throughout the month of January, your research breakthrough rewards will be Onyx and Steelix Mega Energy. Was that unexpected? Uh, I would say so. That's a it's a weird that's a weird uh, it's a weird reward. Then again, uh, as you have told me multiple times, uh, Mega Steelix is one of the most difficult raids as far as tankiness. Well, if you're trying to do a weather boosted one, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, because you were saying Mega Steelix has one of the highest defenses in the game. Yeah. So, um, this is a more consistent, easier, much easier way to get Steelix Mega Energy. Your weekly one Pokecoin bundles will continue with a remote raid pass and other items being within those one Pokecoin bundles featured Pokemon in raids, those five star raids. Until January 7th, you will see Kiram. Um, from January 7th to January 15th, you will see Heatran. From January 15th to January 24th, you will see Genesect with the Shock Drive. From January 24th to Tuesday, February 1st, you will see Regice. Um, Genesect Shock Drive caught during the period between January 15th and January 24th 
will know the attack techno blast. Is that new? Which one? Techno blast? No. Okay. Ah, I see. 120 damage, one bar charge. So we're probably looking at something that's. Techno blast is the move that, based on the drive, is the type of damage it does. Ah, interesting. So. In interesting. Your mega raids for the month of January. Mega Obama Snow will be going until January 7th. Mega Aerodactyl, which I believe is its release, will mm -hmm. be from January 7th to Tuesday, February 1st. So that would go on for the bulk of the month. Uh, that is, what, still rock flying? Yep. Um, and it looks like it has a rock tie from this tiny little uh, thumbnail. So because it is based on speed in Pokemon Go, its mega is trash. Oof. Unless you need to do rock and flying type raids or have boost to that. Mm -hmm. It's such a weird... It's an incredibly unique Pokemon in the main series games because of its abilities to do setups for your team. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it's just... It's not good. It's on par with Mega Alakazam. Hmm. That's, uh... Wait, have we seen Mega Alakazam? No. <sighs> we'll see it at some point. Is it just, what, Straight Psychic? Yep. Okay. Yeah. More fun with Straight that. Psychic with eight spoons! Eight spoons. Um, Is that a new type, eight spoons? No. Sounds like a restaurant. A nice restaurant. <laughs> eight spoons. Raid Hours! Every Wednesday in January, a raid hour event will occur from 6 to 7 uh, p.m. local time. The following Pokemon will be featured. Kiram, Heatran, Genesect Shock Drive, and Regice on their respective Wednesdays. And everything but Genesect has the chance to be shiny. Yep. Pokemon... That's kind of dumb, too. What? Because oh. Gen Genesect's been shiny before. Oh. Is it... Are they incrementally rele releasing the shinies of each of the types, then? I couldn't tell you. Oof. Uh, Pokemon Spotlight Hours. During the month of January, Pokemon Spotlight Hour take place every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. local time, and each spotlight will each will spotlight a different Pokemon and a special bonus. January 4th, Solosis with a two-times transfer candy. Solosis. Uh, in other words, known as... Clean out your community day box. Yep. Solosis uh, is a community day opportunity. Uh, no shiny yet and is a three tier. Um, it is a psychic and it's less attack weighted than Abra. And it's lime. So uh, I don't know if you want to harvest to find a couple of good ranks to keep uh, in your back pocket for a potential community in the future to avoid FOMO. Uh, Solosis is not a bad option. Um, overall PVP relevancy currently uh, next to doesn't nothing. exist. Yeah. So January Just like everything else on this list. Yeah. Well, January 11th. This is an interesting one for me. Uh, Diglett with a two times catch Stardust. The two times catch Stardust is not what interests me. What does interest me is it's Diglett. Doug Trio 
is a it's a two tier evolution. So Diglett to Doug Tri- Doug Trio and Doug Trio to be um, eligible for Great League within fifteen hundred. You are looking at a level what is it mid tier XL? Let me double check what the cost is here. I'll search up my own Diglett. Let's see. Um, it needs to be. I have a rank fifty nine at level forty five, so it does need XL candy. Um, let's see. What does that put it at? As far as hypothetically, if we power it up to get to. Oh no! Wait, I take that back. I would have to evolve it first. Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Um. So it does need XL candies to make it relevant within PvP, uh, especially Great League. It won't get to Ultra League, unfortunately. I think unless it's a hundo, and even then I don't think it gets close enough. Um, it has an interesting moveset so far, um, and I fully expect a ground-type rework to come at some point. Let me pull Diglett back up. And actually, I'm going to go to Doug Trio. And I'm going to go to its moves if it will let me. So it has Mud Slap and Mud Shot as a legacy move. I think actually is a legacy move that it can't learn. Mud Shot. Uh, with Sucker Punch as its second eligible fast move. Uh, charge moves of Earthquake, Mud Bomb, and Stone Edge. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Jesse. I believe Mud Shot was available for a brief period of time. But it doesn't learn Mudshot in the games, uh, in the main series games, so it was removed. That sounds right. Um, it was it was a bomb. It was a uh, what the primate situation. Yep, where it was given a move that it doesn't learn in the main series games, so the Pokemon company had to come down and say, "Don't do that." Um, Earthquake, Mud Bomb, and Stone Edge. Mud Bomb and Stone Edge. An interesting combo, actually pretty solid. Earthquake is a nuke, also pretty solid. Um, but if we get a ground type rework or a new ground type fast move, um, you could see Doug Trio become pretty good. Uh, I'd have to kind of disagree. It's not. It's on par with Charizard. It hits hard and fast. I mean the ground type. Just a plain Jane ground type really doesn't do it a whole lot of favors. Um, it's similar to like ice types or bug types um, where it gets a lot of weaknesses and doesn't. It's just its defenses are really bad. Are, is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't, it could be good like, in the future. I would with say the... it's on par with either Charizard or Infernape as far as squishiness. Wow. Okay, so then maybe take all of my hypeness with a grain of salt. Cause, Sorry. Yeah, that I sounds just, bad. No, no, no. I've like, played it with Shadow before just because the spam from the Mud Bombs gets crazy. Uh-huh. But four Razor Leafs and it's dead. Eh, yeah. Um, I don't know. This it, it, it just I'm trying to counter FOMO here, and like it might have like a really good... It might get there. Might be one ground type tweak that just makes Diglett or Doug Trio like really good. So 
there's also the potential that they make Alolan better too. So those candy will stack with that. Yeah. You get some of that wavy beach boy blonde hair. That sweet, sweet flow. <laughs> but alas, this event is just for Kanto Diglett. So yep. if not, take take solace in the uh, two-time Scotch Stardust. January 18th, Plusle with two times Catch Candy. And January what? 20th, what? What? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fake throwing up. Uh, January 25th, Minin with two times Transfer Candy. Of the two, Minin's better. End of story. Case closed. Don't worry about Plusle. Well, I mean, but you're still, you're looking at both of them. They've both been outshined by Pachirisu at this point. Um. But one's much more accessible than the other two. True, but you also have Raichu to contend with. Both forms of Raichu, both Kanto and Alolan, have better movesets at this point. I um, mean, Minin at this point is just an Alolan Raichu without Psychic. And a bit here. Because they both have Discharge and Grass Knot. Quick Attack Plus Spark. Charge attacks or discharge grass knot swift and thunderbolt. So yeah, yeah. So it's an Alolan Raichu that's a bit bulkier without the psychic typing. Mm. Um. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty good. It's it's all right. Um. I don't. Unless you see a really favorable meta for electric types, Minin's gonna be. When is that been? Uh, we had one recently. Did we? Yeah, but I think the meta switched somewhat early on. I feel like it was, um, Tempest wasn't the word. Was it the one beginning of this month or this season? Uh, maybe. That or it was towards the end of the previous season. Okay. (laughs) But, um, yeah, uh... Tiny electric rodents, but not the ones you want, basically. Oh, it's interesting. The very first spotlight hour and the very last spotlight hour are the same. Oh, uh, double two times transfer candy? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I guess they really want you to clear out your box? <laughs> Stop complaining you don't have bag space and just clean out stuff. That's what I got to do. I got to spend like an entire day. Just going it's through. It's a chore. And, yeah. It is definitely a chore. Yeah. Um, and hey, I had two days and I didn't do it. I was playing Halo. A good little fanboy. Playing too much Halo. Trying 100%. Uh, we have already covered January Community Day. It is, of course, Sveal. The clap Pokemon. I don't understand it. why it's the clap Pokemon. That's bizarre. Um, it has flippers, sure. I don't know. Um, upcoming events. Stay tuned for details about these upcoming events. Uh, by the way, the New Year's event we will talk about here in a moment. From Friday, December 31st at 10 p.m. to Tuesday, January 4th at 8 p.m. Uh, local time, ring in the new year with Pokemon in new costumes and snazzy new avatar items. Oh, boy, we'll get to that. <clears throat> Mountains of Power <laughs> from Friday, January 7th to Thursday, January 13th. Local time, work with Spark to uh, activate the second part of the mysterious door by journeying 
through terrain reminiscent of the mountains found in regions like Johto and Sinnoh. Electric and steel-themed event inspired by Kanto Power Plant from Wednesday, January 19th at 10 a.m. local time to Tuesday, February 1st at 10 a.m. local time. Continue working with Spark to gather up some electrifying Pokemon to activate the final part of the mysterious door. It seems that some nefarious forces have also caught wind of the door and the power it may contain. Um, the power plant, which was, I want to say, invaded by Team Rocket in... Um, blue and blue and red. Then it red was not. No. Oh, devoid of rocket. As far as I recall, I think there might have been some connection in Let's Go Eevee, because remember, or Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu. Because if you you didn't play that one, right? No. Uh, spoiler alert: When you go down to go get Zapdos and or go to the power plant mm -hmm. team rocket is on their way there and you team up with Lorelai to stop them ah so that might be what they're referencing oh also they also officially made a let's go series uh canon to the story um... with the most recent evolutions series how was it the reference to a pokemon made out of metal you gotta go watch it. It's so I just, good. I just watched it today. The reference is: Do you remember when we first got wind of how Meltan was going to be incorporated in Pokemon Go? He calls Professor Oak to talk about it. Oh. Oh. There's your connection. Okay. So wait, does that mean Pokemon Go is canon? Yes. Wild. So then is he talking on an interdimensional tel? Is Professor Willow talking to Professor Oak on some sort of interdimensional telephone? Well, technically they exist in the same space. I know, but then we don't technically exist in the same space. Because, yeah. like, there isn't a, a Kanto region and a Hoenn region. and Well, there kind of is as districts in Japan. But then, like, Sinnoh and other regions. each region is tied to a real world location yes sort of but then our world it, it we're multiverse Yay. we'll get into multiverse stuff do you want to talk mcu uh do you want to talk mcu stuff into the next b-sad it gets complicated i know but multiverse stuff the multiverse of madness madness um and yes i just drank from my water bottle uh, Jesse, are you ready for an event that could probably best be described as a wet fart? Yes. <laughs> All right. Ring in 2022 with a New Year's event. Trainers, happy 2020 from Slowpoke. Wait, no, it's about to be 2022. Why is Slowpoke still wearing those glasses? At least Slowking got the memo. That's right. Our New Year's... Our New Year's celebration event is right around the corner. Look forward to Pokemon wearing new costumes, themed avatar items, and the return of some familiar Pokemon wearing party hats, and a certain shiny Pokemon will be appearing for the first time in Pokemon Go. <sighs> Pokemon Go New Year's 2022. Why are you joking that, like, it's 2020, and, like, where did our time go? Niantic, <sighs> why? From Friday, December 31st at 10 p.m. to Tuesday, January 4th at 8 p.m. local time. This is a five-day-long event. Uh, yay. 
The season of Heritage story continues. Follow the gift exchange. Uh, following the gift exchange, Spark decides to throw a party to celebrate and bring in the new year. Nearby Pokemon are intrigued by the festivities and drawn in to celebrate. To catch up on the story so far, uh, on the season of Heritage webpage. Fireworks. To help bring in the new year, fireworks will appear in Pokemon Go from Friday, December 31st, 2021 at 11 p.m. local time to Sunday, January 2nd, 2022 at 12 a.m. local time. I apologize for anyone that has old devices. Um, prepare for the game to chug. <clears throat> Event bonuses. Two times hatch Stardust, two times hatch Candy, and a half hatch Distance. Um did I expect that we were going to be getting egg bonuses? No. No, I didn't. Uh, timed research. To celebrate the new years, you'll be able to complete timed research featuring Pokemon appearing during this event. Complete the research tasks to encounter various costumed Pokemon. Costumed Pokemon. You'll be able to encounter costumed Pokemon. New Year's Hat, Hoot Hoot, and 2022 Glasses Slowking make their debut. <coughs> Sorry, I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. It's Daybutt. Also, for the first time in Pokemon Go, you'll be able to encounter a shiny Hoot Hoot. And if you're lucky, you'll be able to encounter non-costume shiny Hoot Hoot after the event ends. By the way, there's the Johto Tour that'll be happening with probably shiny rate increases. And a Hoot Hoot that can evolve. Because this one's wearing a party hat and it probably can't evolve. Although, that like orange hat Hoot Hoot Putting that orange hat on a Noctowl would be kind of cool. Just saying, Niantic. It would be kind of cool. But Party Hat Bulbasaur, Party Hat Charmander, and Party Hat Squirtle, along with Party Hat Raticate, Party Hat Nidorino. Why Nidorino? That's such a weird choice. Party Hat, or New Year Hat Pikachu. No. New Year Hat Pichu, New Year Hat Pikachu, New Year Hat Raichu. 2020 Glasses Slowpoke, 2021 Glasses Slowbro, and 2022 Glasses Slowking, as lo- along with Party Hat Gengar, New Year's Hat Hoot Hoot, different New Year's Hat than the Pikachu line, a Party Hat Wurmple, Party Hat Wobbuffet, uh, everything but Raichu and Slowking can be shiny, asterisk, 2020 Glasses Slowpoke I think can evolve into 2022 Glasses Slowking, Yep, but all of these can be uh, in the wild shiny, I guess. Um, no, these are costumed Pokemon. These are not all spawning in the wild. Those are just costumed, I guess. Wild Encounters: New Year's Hat Pikachu, Seal, Twenty Twenty Glasses Slowpoke, New Year's Hat, Hoot Hoot, Stantler, it's back. No Jingle Bells, but it can evolve, so it doesn't matter. Why is Stantler back again? I'm confused. Party Hat Wurmple, it can evolve. You're confused? Wait till you see what you might be lucky again. <laughs> Loudred, and if you're lucky, you might encounter the following. Pharaoh. Why? Why? Why is this the thing, if you're lucky, you might get? <laughs> Not even shiny. Yeah, it doesn't even have the chance to be shiny. It's just Pharaoh. This is Sparrow's evolution, the 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 normal flying from Gen two that everyone picked. That's Gen one. Gen one. Sorry, Gen one. Uh, that's how forgettable it is. I forget which gen it's part of. <laughs> gen four. I don't know. Forgettable. Uh the following Pokemon will be appearing in raids. One stars. 
our 2020 glasses, Slowpoke, New Year's hat, Hoot Hoot, Party Hat, Wobba Fett, Mawile. Three Star Raids, Party Hat Radicate, Party Hat Nidorino, Machamp, Party Hat Gengar, 22 gla- 2022 glasses, Slowking. Can't be shiny. Uh, five Star Raids, Curum, Mega Raids, Mega Obama Snow. Field Research Task Encounters, uh, 2020 glasses, Slowpoke, New Year's hat, Hoot Hoot. If you're lucky, you might encounter the following. Party Hat Bulbasaur, Party Hat Charmander, Party Hat Squirtle. If you're lucky, you might not encounter them because they're useless other than a collectible. If you're listening to this, you're a PvPer and you're incredibly disappointed with this entire event. Eggs, because we're getting egg bonuses. Seven kilometer eggs. Party Hat Bulbasaur, Party Hat Charmander, Party Hat Squirtle, 2020 Glasses Slowpoke, New Year's Hat Hoot Hoot, New Year Hat Pichu and Party Hat Wurmple are all in 7k eggs. All have the chance to be shiny. Yeah. New Avatar items and stickers. 2022 glasses. New Year's headband. New Year's jacket set. New Year's pants and New Year's shoes. Cool. It's not a bad look. It's not a great look either. Uh, you'll also be able to get New Year's themed stickers by spending Pokestops opening gifts and purchasing them from the in-game shop. <sighs> Jesse, does this suit anything for you? I have one thing to say to that. What? Let's see if you can hear it. Oh, it broke. Oh, was it the not button? Or are you doing the the deflating trumpet? Did what? you hear it? No. Darn it. Bwah, 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 nah, bwah. That? No. I could feel that. No. Still can't hear it. There you go. Start the video this no, time. I can't. I can't hear it. I'm posting it to DM. Oh, okay. In Discord. I'm confused. Hit play. Oh. I love gold. <laughs> the look of it. The taste of it. The smell of it. The texture. I <laughs> Go! love gold. Wait, why, do you, why? Is it the? Is it the outfit? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The, the outfits are. Referencing. The outfits are uh a lot. Uh, I hate glitter. Maybe that's something we're talking about in uh, the next Be Sad. (laughs) Be Sad. Uh, My irrational hate of glitter. Actually, it's completely rational. Um, What am I saying? Um, Yeah. uh, Like I said before, if you're a PvPer, you're going to hate this event. Um, I think the biggest thing here is farm up the Wobbuffet. It's in one-star raids. Farm up the Slowpoke candy. The problem is it's only on one-star raids. You're doing... Unless you're paying for more uh, raid passes, you have five, maybe six. Seal, uh, seal, and slowpoke are really the only things you can farm off this event. Yeah, because um, hoot hoot. It, I mean, we could be surprised and have hoot hoot be able to evolve, but I'm I, not holding my breath. Nope, me neither am I. Um, the New Year's hat Pikachu is another hat Pikachu. Yeah. Uh, hi, oh boy, yeah. howdy. If you're lucky, you'll encounter a Firo. 
And Loudred's here. La Loudred is here. Another potential community candidate. Yep. I'm just confused. I'm <sighs> sad. It's disappointing. I just don't know, man. I just, I just don't know. I mean, the electric type event, electric and steel type event, really interests me. Uh, whatever in the world are the mountains of power? <coughs> We're probably looking at some rock, maybe some fighters. Twenty twenty, yeah, twenty twenty glasses. Oh, by the way, that was a full year ago. That happened. Two years ago now. Roughly. Um, I mean, it ended about a year ago. Ah, <sighs> Lord. Lordy, Lord. Lordy, Lord. <clears throat> yeah, Mountains of Power. Look forward to that. Um, we won't... No details yet. Yeah, we won't be doing a podcast until after that event starts. So, And actually, we will be doing a podcast. The podcast will go out after the event starts. So, yeah. realistically save your save your energy for the mountains of power event because that looks to be much more interesting i'm thinking, rock ground steel that's what i'm expecting yeah so johto and Sinnoh, ground steel some rock maybe some fighting um so johto and Sinnoh. i mean the first thing that comes to mind is tyranitar as far as rock um Real, yeah, realistically, I have a lot more, uh, a lot more hopes for the mountains, mountains of power. Um, the electric and steel themed event inspired by the Kanto power plant. Like, it's odd that they don't give a name for it. They just say an electric and steel type, electric and steel themed event inspired by the Kanto power plant. Um, that also means magnemite all over. So it's also just a really weird location. To focus on it's like saying seafoam islands event like what huh? cinnabar island event uh yes i mean we do have the safari zones those are a thing give me give me blaine give me some fires <clears throat> and the haunted mansion that mew hangs out in or was created in no mewtwo is created there spoilers yep. i guess no whatever mm. it's been long enough Spoilers, Giovanni is your dad. <laughs> no! That's why he ran away. Oof. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Um, my father. Yeah, be excited for literally every other event that's happening here in January. The New Year's event is... Take New Year's to relax and enjoy yourself. We yeah. got through another year of COVID. Yep. And we're looking at another year of COVID. Um, speaking of the new year, though, there is one cool thing that's probably going to get reverted here in the next couple of days. Uh, guide to safe in-person tournaments as described by Sylph, the Sylph Arena. Um, so sylph.gg slash update slash guide dash safe dash person dash tournaments, an article posted on December 16th, 2021. At the start of season four, the Sylph Arena announced a trial period for the return of in-person tournaments from January 1st through the 31st, 2022. It's been a long time since any in-person events have been hosted or attended in the arena. 
and the world has changed a lot since then. For tournament organizers, this means you have to be conscious of a whole new reality and take measures to ensure everyone in your community, yourself included, can be together as safely. <clears throat> we hope this guide helps you with that task. The guide is divided into two parts, one for tournament organizers and one for competitors. Tournament organizers basics. Tur tournament organizer, singular, basics, plural. Before planning your first in-person event, check with your local authorities for the exact guidelines and restrictions being applied in your area. Protocols issued by your government exist for a reason and should be followed at all times, no matter how strict they are. First, determine if in-person gatherings are allowed in your area. If you are, uh, or and if you are, how many individuals are permitted to gather in the same space? During the trial period, all in-person Sylph Arena tournaments will be capped at 32 competitors, plus supporting staff. However, if your local ordinances are restricted to smaller gatherings, you must follow that protocol. No Sylph Arena tournament should have more competitors and staff than the allowed limit. In addition, all tournament staff and competitors must abide by any additional required safety protocols, wearing masks, social distancing, etc. Remind your community to not to attend a tournament if they're feeling ill. Share this image with your communities and ask them to do a self-check before checking in. Any of these sound like you? Hashtag stay home. Fevers, fever or chills. Cough. Shortness of breath or difficulty breathing. Fatigue. Muscle or body aches. Headache. New loss of taste or smell. Sore throat. Congestion or runny nose, nausea or vomiting, diarrhea. <clears throat> Don't forget to keep your community safe. Picking a venue. Now that you've checked your local ordinances and reminded yourself what COVID-19 symptom, symptoms to check for, it's time to find a venue. Weather permitting, outdoor locations are highly recommended. Look for a public park or gardening area if possible. Garden area. If meeting outdoors is not possible, look for a venue that will allow you to spread out. It's recommended to leave about 2 meters or 6 feet between competitors. Preventative measures. Whether your venue is indoors or outdoors, staff should be alert throughout the event. Ask competitors if they're experiencing any COVID-19 symptoms as they arrive. And remember, remind them to wear a mask and maintain social distancing during the tournament. Wearing a face mask is still one of the most effective ways to stop the spread of COVID-19. We strongly suggest that all staff and competitors wear one, especially if you're in an indoor venue. We also suggest having hand sanitizer available during the event. Competitors can bring their own or organizers can provide if possible. If you can't find hand sanitizer, a mix mixture of ethanol, alcohol, and water, 70 to 30, will do the trick. You can put this mix in two cheap sprayers. Before the tournament starts, we suggest having each competitor give their name, phone number, and signature to assist with contact tracing should anyone that attends test positive for COVID-19. This may be a requirement in your country. Be sure to check beforehand. Note any communities that attempt to bypass the 32 competitor cap by marking their in-person events as remote tournaments will have the tournament deranked and will lose the ability to host any future Sylph Arena tournaments. This is big. They don't say in-person Sylph Arena tournaments. They say Sylph Arena tournaments, period. All of them. Don't try and circumvent the current rules. Um, this is funny. This is uh, keep one Snorlax apart. 
one Snorlax equals two meters. Stay safe or stay home. The background image is none of these people keeping one Snorlax apart. Um, this is uh, not a mega, I don't think. But uh, enough people around. Don't forget your mask. Masks help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Stay home or stay so, uh, stay safe or stay home. Almost there. Almost there, Jesse. I'm almost done. Competitor basics. First and foremost, do not attend any in-person tournaments if you or a member of your household are feeling ill. Only attend if you are feeling well and showing no symptoms of any illness. Competitors are required to follow any safety ordinances put in place by your local governments or tournament staff. This can include, but is not limited to, wearing a face mask, social distancing, temperature checks, and more. We recommend bringing a small bottle of hand sanitizer with you and frequently sanitize your hands, device, and any tables or equipment you may have touched. Be mindful of social distancing even if you're outside or wearing a mask. A distance of about two meters, six feet, should be observed at all times. Some countries require attendees to complete a form with your name, phone number, and signature to assist with potential contact tracing. Help your tournament organizers out by completing the form without issue. If you experience any COVID-19 symptoms after the event, get tested and notify the organizers if you test positive. Last but not least, bring your competitive spirit, a good sense of fun, and your strongest battle team. Have fun and be safe. Looking ahead. In the end, the decision to host an in-person tournament in January lies with your organizers and your communities. We encourage everyone to look at the situation in their areas and their local ordinances before making a decision. In the meantime, remote tournaments will continue to be available and no communities will be at a disadvantage for not holding in-person tournaments. Also, don't forget about Round Robin. This tournament format released allows for a smaller amount of competitors to reach a higher number of round and can be conducted in person. In addition, tournaments will still be ranked with as few as four competitors. Restrictions on in-person tournaments may be ongoing or altered at any point based on the evolution of the global pandemic and the community's ability abilities to host safe in-person events. Please follow your local ordinances and check our channels for future updates and guidance. Cautiously optimistic, Jesse. That's like every day for you. I am cautiously optimistic. We are <laughs> in the middle of a spike of the Omicron variant. Um, that's been going on for a couple of weeks now. I'm I'm kind of surprised that this hasn't been rolled back yet. Um, I'm going to be honest with the holidays and with how everybody got together. I know everybody tried their safest, but there's still people traveling and whatnot. We're going to see some numbers go up here pretty drastically pretty quick, I think. Yeah. I went to the store today and there's a lot of people that act like this thing doesn't exist still. And it's just shake up my head and this is why we're not going anywhere. I'm this is why we're sorry on... if yeah. you feel different. It's not an infringement on your personal rights. This is just something we need to do to stop this. This is why we're on um, variant two of this. Um, and the fact that we're on looking at boosters, not only just a two dose vaccine, 
uh, recommended, but also a third booster shot. Um, potentially moving forward, a new booster shot every 12 to 24 months. So, um, I personally, I've mentioned this before on our Discord and other outlets before. You and I set up the Battle Science Battle Lab as a place for people to play remotely. Mm-hmm. If people start going back to in-person events, we will, when we feel it is safe, we will show up to certain ones in our local community. But we will still run remote tournaments as a way for people to play if they do not feel comfortable going back to the in-person ones. Mm-hmm. And so, it's... if you want to do that, you're more than welcome to join the Discord. We have our resources wherever we share our content to get in there and to join us um, next month will be an off month. So we won't have a tournament, but come February, if they decide to start holding in person and you don't feel comfortable going back to in-person tournaments, you are more than welcome to join us. The things like battle lab, like even if, you know, tomorrow coronavirus was gone and we were able to host local tournaments, um, Remote tournaments would still be a major part of the community. Um, it's just a matter of being able to connect with different people um, as well as, you know, uh, higher competitive people will be able to play each other you know, more often, get a better sense of the competitive, um, the competitive scene overall. So, um. I don't know. I I'll be very excited for a month off. Um my PVP competitive spirit has definitely waned, but uh so has my spirit to do just about anything else here in this last month and a half or so. Um it's just that time of year we get put in a position where we don't have as much freedom and liberty to go out and be as active as we want with the weather conditions we've been dealing with. Weather conditions. I definitely. I've got a work. case of cabin fever over the last two or three days, and I'm slow, slowly going insane. Yeah, I'll be very curious to go back to work tomorrow um, and see how absolutely bonkers it is, if it is at all. Um, days left within 2021. 2022 is on the doorstep. We'll see. I, I don't know, man. We'll see what Let's changes. hike up those pants, bite your lip, and shake your fist angrily. We're going into 2022 kicking. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, I, we'll see what happens. I'll see what happens. Things will happen. Head above water. Yeah. That's what I'm calling 2022. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. Um, I don't have any other articles beyond this. Um, Content's a little dry this month. <laughs> this yeah, episode, yeah, I should at, say. At this point, we would have a new uh, a new PvP meta to talk about. Um, let me actually double check to see when the, the Sinnoh Cup... Oh, Sinnoh Cup starts January 10th. That's right when the next podcast is recorded uh or nice. actually the the day it starts the day before do we want to talk about Sinnoh cup oh 
I think we should wait till the next episode so we have something to talk about. Oh, I'm sure we'll have stuff to talk about. We'll be in the middle of the Because we also have about. the Dev Diary to talk about. Do we... Wait, what was the Dev Diary about? The events. Oh, that's not relevant. The seasons. I, I mean, I... I don't think it's Or is that a B-Sad topic? It's probably a B-Sad topic. Uh, <laughs> I just want to pop into the Sinnoh Cup and see what's crazy... Uh, trash pan is going on here. Lucario, Bastidon with XL, Pachirisu with XL, Gastrodon, Abomasnose, plural, Frostlast, Drapion, Toxicroak, Munchlax, oh, Munchlax, Cresselia, Driftblim, Empoleon, Lickalicky. Interesting. The Magnezones. Uh, Drapion Shadow is above. Regular Drapion. Gallade Shadow. Gliscor. Wormadam Trash. Electivire Shadow. Oh, this is weird. Also a big drop-off. Lucario's at a 94.5 score. And then Gastrodon at 4 goes down to 89.8. And then levels off a bit. You don't drop into the 70s until rank 36 with Monferno. X- Monferno XL is rank 36 in this meta? Wait, actually, yep. let me... There's only 104 Pokemon here in this list. And Overcast Cherim is the worst. Really? <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Um, Even Lopunny beats it. Uh, um, there's some really interesting stuff here. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know what this will like devolve into because I'm sure it's going to devolve into something. But I can tell you right now, Drapion's and Excels. Yeah, there's some really interesting stuff here. Um, Lucario will have I don't know I don't know if Lucario is actually going to perform well enough. Um, to be number one. Or Remember, these are all in a one shield one base bait scenario yeah these are uh, yeah take pv pokes stat crunching um with a little bit of an asterisk here but um a lot of top performers like lucario bastidon uh obama snow frost last drapion toxic a lot of Broke, expensive performers munchlax cresselia uh Driftblim. Uh, Licka Licky, I mean, all good, all things that have performed previously. So, to be fair, I was going to say there are things on this list that are just consistently good as well. Cresselia being one, um, Pachirisu, if you can get one, yep. Hippowdon's up here, that's interesting. Firefang, Weather, Weatherball Rock, excuse me, and Earth Power, Togekiss. Uh, I saw Garchomp's at. 45 but that's around monferno xl is at 36 that's so bizarre infernape is at 30 and i think the only reason is because there's a lot of steel Steel. here yeah fire spin close combat blast burn that's bizarre and there's literally nothing better (laughs) in the fire slot that's weird and too bad is it rank higher than uh that's exactly what i'm talking about there's a lot of limited options in this infernape ranks higher than mag mortar both versions of mag mortar it's the community move that's too bad karate chop fire punch brick break for mag mortar oof 
How often do you get one under fifteen hundred? Are you making uh, base friend or great friend trades? Or are you doing best friend trades? Because it's phenomenal, phenomenally, incredibly harder to get great league when you trade with best friends. Also, there was a brief period of time in which Cresselia was sub great league. When it was in the research breakthroughs. When it was boxes. in research breakthroughs, and you're going to want to look for trades with those. They should be within the 1100 to 200, 1200 range. Yeah. And those are going to be like the ideal ones. So. Try to find someone that you're not friends with that's willing to part with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cost you a bunch of stardust on a gambit that I get something with the IVs that I want. It's a chance on a chance. Mm -hmm. Just like what they did with uh, uh, Defense Deoxys. I don't know. I'm not particularly fond of Sinnoh Cup. This is a lot of Pokemon that I don't particularly, one, care a lot for, and two, don't want to put too much resources in because some of them have better counterparts. He... Excel Bonsley. That's, you, I have it. It's you and being I, made. You and I both have the hundo. <laughs> uh, but a lot of these also are still relevant, even now. Like, Skunk Tank is still relevant. Shadow Drapion is still relevant. Um, Shadow Magnezone even is still relevant. Yeah. I there's... don't have the Bastidon and I don't have the Pachirisu, though. Uh, neither do I. So, although that's not surprising that I don't. Um, Jim asks a good question. What's harder, getting a chance at a Shadow Sableye or trading to get a Cresselia under 1500? Uh, I'm going to say Shadow Sableye because uh, the more time goes on getting a Cresselia under 1500, like the, the, the chances of that window in which you have like the 11 to 1200 Cresselia is going to shrink and shrink as people already trade them um whereas shadow sableye is un it's rare now but wasn't rare before and then will come back at some point they so you're saying Cresselia is going to be the hard one. i think Cresselia is going to be the harder one yep. yeah um which sucks but Cresselia is also usually on the it, has been relevant in the past but has not been game breaking so um yeah mm, i think i remember there was a period of time when it came out when i had grass knot that it was a little broken yeah i mean yeah but i think we've had a bit of power creep in a oh lot yeah of other aspects where to the point where we don't have to worry too much about it so yeah things like obstacle have kept it in check yeah um yeah, this is a whole lot of if you're annoyed to see this stuff like Frostlass, I I don't think I'm going to play. Uh, the only reason I play Sinnoh Cup is because it's a Great League, an altered version of Great League. Um, but regular Great League is also available, so we'll see what I feel more interested in. Um, if I do play any of it, I should probably play some Holiday Cup, but... Eh time for talk has passed the lord's work must be done <laughs> um yeah i think that's about it 
Um, yeah. The only other thing was the community question um, for last week, which we forgot to post anywhere. Um, and that's fine. Um, I want to go back to it, though. Give me one moment. Nope, that's the wrong podcast. That's the right podcast. What was your best Pokemon Go memory from 2021? That is our was our community question from uh, last episode. Um, shooting from the hip here because I could not remember what my best Pokemon Go memory from 2021 was. Um, I think going back to it's between either Kanto Kanto Tour when we played in Issaquah or uh, Go Fest when we played in um, uh, Seattle. Um, because I like a lot of we things. Broke Chris. Yeah. Like a lot of things, <laughs> uh, this game is better played with friends. Um, so I think those moments were more memorable than any individual you know individual events um that i that i had um so those were a lot more memorable um i think i wanted to do some sort of question about looking forward to 2022 i don't really know how to format it in a way that's not like just with my current headspace like not incredibly either depressing or negative um and i don't want it to be either depressing or negative to be honest so um yeah and you could go super simple and just say what are your aspirations for 2022 what's what the are your, what's yeah. your pokemon go aspirations yeah are you still getting that's that's not a bad one are you looking to rank up um is there a particular catch that you want? Um, like, I'd love the shiny Aeron in 2022. That would be great. Um, do you want to, you know, win your first Silphorina tournament? Do you want to rank to level 50? Um, yeah, what's your, what's your, what's one goal, catch, what have you that you're looking forward to within Pokemon Go um, for 2022? That's not a bad one. I like that. Keep it positive. Looking forward and just keep swimming. Hell yeah. And that rounds out the Battle Science podcast for 2021. This will go live tomorrow, the 28th, for Patreon Members, um, members, members, <laughs> meowmers. I don't know. Um, patrons over at Battles or Pokemon Go, uh, losing it. Patreon.com slash Battle Science. We'll get this tomorrow, the 28th. Uh, the podcast and YouTube variants will release on Friday, the 31st. Um, and then the next day, the first, is the start of 2022. 
Um, good heavens. Also, look forward to February. Wait, are we recording on that day? Tell me we're recording on that day. 28th, the 11th, the 25th. No, January, February. Oh. Is this incorrect? Is it a leap year or something? What are you complaining about? No, I thought, um... I thought, uh... Has recording this on a Monday thrown you off? No, I thought February 2nd, 2022, was happening on Tuesday. It's a Wednesday. I was almost sure it was happening on Tuesday because it was going to be Tuesday, T-W-O's day. Oh my goodness. That's what I thought. I, I thought it was going to be on Tuesday. Um... Let me look it up. I could have sworn. Um, maybe they lied. No, I take that back. Hold on. It's the 22nd of February. Not just the 2nd. It's, let's see, so then we're on the 11th, 25th, the 8th. Yes, we will record a podcast, theoretically, as long as conditions conditions are upheld. We will record a podcast on Tuesday. That is February 22nd, 2022. A Tuesday. Good. I was not going to go absolutely bonkers. Um, but also look forward to the first episode of 2022. Uh, it is monumental and not in the way you think. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord, Jesse, that's uh, way to go. Chats way to go. Chats. That's terrible. Um, if you want to support us go over to patreon.com slash battle science uh, you can go check out our merch store I will post links once it goes up on the first fingers crossed um, there is still work to be done on it um, shouldn't be hard but it's a matter of doing it um, um Yes, uh, check out our Discord. There's no restrictions on joining our Discord. Just be family-friendly and pleasant, please. Um, or at least be family-friendly if you're unpleasant. Um, what else am I missing? Am I missing anything else? Um, check us out on Twitter, at Battle underscore Science. Go over to the YouTube, subscribe. You don't have to turn on that bell for notifications. 
it's cool, but you don't have to because we're still looking to get that 100 subscribers to get youtube.com slash battle science. Maybe that's a tiny goal for, for battle science here in the in the new year. Maybe Do we just make like a t-shirt or something that just has the full YouTube link? No, please don't. Please, maybe? Please, just maybe? put a QR code on it. Please, maybe? No, I think the full... I think the full list, the full, let me pull it up. Uh, you go to YouTube, you go to Battle Science. I can't spell science. Or I'm fat fingering my keyboard, I'm sorry. Battle Science. It is this URL. Nope, please, thank you. YouTube.com slash channel slash uh, capital U capital C one B W dash zero P capital C capital F D Q capital T C E capital K capital K three seven A capital D capital A. I think that would work as a shirt. I don't know about you, Jesse, but I think that would work. I think it would sell a lot. You still there? Yep. Okay. I'm just shaking my head. <laughs> uh, but go over to our YouTube, uh, subscribe, uh, help us get to that hundred so we can get youtube.com slash battle science. Um, that would be that'd be really cool of you. Thank you, everyone. You're you're beautiful. Um uh what's the what was the 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 the, the, the two years ago? Um Keanu Reeves. No, you're breathtaking. Um, what a moment. Um, twitch.tv slash battle science. If you want to catch any of our stuff live, uh, who knows? Maybe by the end of 2022, we'll actually be able to do in-person tournaments and we'll actually be live streaming tournaments. Who knows? Uh, I hope so. Maybe. Um, at this point, I'm just rambling so uh let's do this jesse uh it's been a year we'll see you in the new year we'll catch you out there on the battlefield bye